Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I was exhausted. I had spent hours slowly scaling the hillside till I reached the very top. The top of the hill was a plateau. It was a large field, a couple miles wide. Lots of tall grass and shrub bushes, surrounded by a hardwood forest. It was the perfect spot to find a buck. And it was November 11th, so there was a really good chance that I was gonna see one. I was really excited. This was the first year I'd ever hunted in my life. I didn't grow up a hunter. Far from it. I actually grew up what you might call a, a mild anti. If you'd asked me, I'd said I was against hunting, but I didn't really have any real emotion behind it. When Kendra and I first learned we were pregnant, we decided to make some changes with our life. And one of those big changes included how we fed ourselves, how we fed our family. Because now we were going to have a little boy, and we wanted to give him the best life we could, and a major part of that was what we were going to feed him. But, as I've said often on this show, money was tight, and we needed a way to do this without buying the most expensive meat from Whole Foods. I grew up as a fisherman. I'd always loved going fishing and bringing home a fresh fish from the ocean, There was nothing more gratifying or delicious. And I thought I would make the next step. I would become a hunter. Something I couldn't imagine myself doing five years previous or even two. It's funny, when Kendra and I were first married, my father-in-law invited me to go gun shopping with them. He offered to buy me my first gun and I said, what do I need a gun for? And yet a few years later, here I was, slowly moving across this hillside, trying to reach the top, the spot where I knew I'd find a buck. I just had that feeling. I'd studied and studied and studied. I'd read a book by David Petzl. He's a writer for Field and Stream. He's a really smart guy. He knows how to hunt and shoot. And because I didn't have a mentor, I didn't know anyone who hunted None of my family members, none of my friends. I had to teach myself how to do this. And I knew I needed a good source of information. And so David Petzl seemed like the right guy. So I went to the library 
I took out this book. It was a big, heavy, hardbound. And I paged through it, page by page, learning about tracking, learning about scouting, weapons, ammunition, a whole new world, like a foreign language. I didn't understand half of what I was reading, but I was really eager because this was about feeding my family. If I could be successful, I could put meat on the table and it would be pretty inexpensive. I was really excited about that idea. Be like free organic beef. You'd be excited too. As fall approached, I knew I had to get everything lined up and ready so that I'd be able to hit the woods. I bought a bow and arrow. Now this might seem like a funny place to start, but somebody with a lot of hunting experience told me, start with a bow and arrow. You'll learn a lot more. And if you're successful, you'll be that much more proud. So I went out to the local bow shop. I walked in and I got taken advantage of. I was classic green noob. The guy saw it right away. They stuck their youngest, newest salesman on me. He sold me this piece of junk bow, but I had no idea. I paid the money, walked out the door, grin ear to ear, and I started practicing and practicing and practicing, not knowing that this bow's design was destroying itself with every shot. The design was so poor that the cams were eating away at the string, but I didn't know any better. This bow shop saw a great chance to unload a bad product on a noob, and I didn't know any better, and I just kept practicing. I got another book out of the library about shooting a bow, and that helped. I worked on my form, my anchor points, and then I signed up for a hunter safety course. In most states, you're required to go to a hunter safety course. So I went to the course. I was no ace, but I definitely passed. This was serious. This was feeding my family. So I was paying full attention. Now all I had to do was wait for my approval stamp to come in the mail. The bummer was season had already started. In Connecticut, September 15th is opening day for archery season and you have until the end of January to fill your tag. At the time, my dad and I were working on a large property, a condo job, 40 plus acres, and I had signed permission to hunt it. Every day I watched deer run around that hillside, waiting and waiting for my permission slip to arrive. September passed no slip. October came, no slip. It wasn't until the very end of October that I received my permission slip. I could hardly wait. It was one morning during work when I saw a couple bucks running along the hillside. I grabbed my bow, I jumped out of the machine, I said, Dad, I'll be right back. Here's how you can tell how new at this I was. I thought I could hop out of my machine, run up the hillside, fire off an arrow. Yeah, it didn't work. But I've never seen so much action in the woods as I did on that day. To this day, I haven't seen as many bucks. There were two big ones, they were fighting over a doe. It was amazing. I thought, boy, this is going to be really easy. I was wrong. November arrived, and we decided to go visit Kendra's family. They have 200 acres of farmland in Pennsylvania 
crawling with deer, and I was ready to put down my first. When you hunt deer, generally speaking, you wake up early in the morning before the sun rises, you walk into the woods in the dark, you find your tree stand, you climb up in it, and you wait. That's the way the majority of the hunters, especially in the east, hunt the white-tailed deer. Not me. I was afraid of heights and afraid of the dark. (laughs) I stepped outside once the sun was coming over the hill, and I still hunted. That's what they call it when you slowly walk through the woods, scaring deer. I still hunted my way to the top of this hill. It took me hours. I moved really, really slow because I wanted a shot at a deer. And I wasn't headed to any tree stand. Heights were not my thing, and hanging a tree stand by myself, that didn't sound too fun. So I was just going to walk, 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 walk through the woods until I had a shot at a deer. And I knew I could make it happen. Now this farm property has three levels. A large 400 yard plus first field, which then goes up a hill into a second field, which is a pasture for sheep and horses. And then another real steep climb up into the third field, which is that tall plateau at the top of the hill. Big field, overgrown, perfect bedding place for a buck. And it had taken me a couple hours. It was about 11.15 when I reached the top of the hill. And the field is so far across, so to get through it without spooking deer, you have to move really, really slowly. And I did. Hadn't seen any. In the middle of the field, I found a tree with a rub. Now a rub is a sign that there's buck activity. Especially during the rut, that breeding time of year, November, you'll see bucks rubbing on trees with their antlers, leaving marks, or like calling cards. Sure enough, this tree in the middle of the field had a big old rub on it. I was excited. So I took my time. I went really slowly through the rest of the field, checking every piece of brush, every tree, looking for tracks. I had my bow ready. I made it to the far end, and by now it's about 11.30. And I'm tired. I've been still hunting all morning on my feet, all morning, crouching, moving slowly, controlling my movements. I thought it was time for a snack. So I took my bow, and I sat down on my butt. Now let's think of the Native American Indians. couple hundred years back, working the same hillside, waiting for a white-tailed deer to pass by, something that would feed them and their tribe for weeks. Can you picture any of them sitting down on their butt and pulling out a sandwich, dropping their bow to the ground? Yeah, me either. As I was munching on my sandwich, bow on the ground next to me, again, sitting on my butt, not a great position for shooting an arrow, I heard a sound I had been longing to hear all morning. Footprints on the hillside below me. It was moving fast. And it was moving my way. I dropped my sandwich. There's a phenomenon that hunters are familiar with. It's called buck fever. 
It's what happens when a deer, particularly a big buck, shows up. Your heart begins to race. Your breathing speeds up. Your whole body can even shake. It's the body's way of handling this life or death decision. It's fight or flight at its worst. Just when you need to be composed, collected, to be able to pull that bowstring back and release an arrow calmly, you get the shakes. And here I was sitting on my butt with this all happening so fast. It was a buck coming my way, a nice buck. I couldn't believe it. I hadn't shot a deer. I hadn't seen a deer up close. And here came a buck. I grabbed my bow. I slowly got up to my feet. By the time I was completely ready and composed, the deer was about 25 yards away, parallel to me. But I hadn't been able to pull back, and he could see me. Now remember, this is my first year hunting. I don't know any better. So I pulled the string back, and he freaked. He took off running right into the middle of the field. I swiveled quickly, trying to track him with my arrow. He stopped about a hundred yards out, and he turned, and he looked back at me. I hadn't spooked him too much. A smarter hunter would just stand still. Curiosity gets the better of deer half the time. Curiosity has killed more than cats. But I was not a smarter hunter. I started walking towards the deer. Major mistake number, what is this, 15 of the season? A deer looking right at you is going to see any movement. It will see you blink. And I took a step towards it. I never saw the buck again. The rest of the trip, no success. I went back home and I hunted for months. Nothing. Finally, in January, I headed back to Pennsylvania with a couple buddies. I made one stalk on another doe, a long stalk down a hill in the snow, only to get about 35 yards away and spook it. That winter, there was no venison on our table. Deer hunting is very hard, and I had failed my first year at teaching myself how to do it. There's a lot of regrets sitting over a bowl of tag soup. Why was I sitting on my butt? Why did I have to move? All these different mistakes I'd made I thought about over that long, hungry winter. Okay, we, we didn't go hungry. We ate just fine. But we didn't have any of this delicious, free-range, organic meat from the woods that I had tried so hard. And all those hours were wasted. That's the real tough part about hunting. Lessons are hard learned. And when you're unsuccessful, your time, it feels like it's been wasted. Now, I don't think it has, because you're constantly learning lessons that make you better. But it sure feels like it's wasted when you don't have any meat to show for six months of trying. The following year, I had a lot more time to prepare. 
I practiced and practiced and practiced shooting. I read more. I subscribed to magazines. I met other hunters and I talked to them and I asked questions. The next season, September 15th, came and I was back at it. October 3rd, I had my first deer down. It wasn't picture perfect, but it was meat on the table. I was wearing Walmart camo, about $12 worth. I didn't have a tree stand. I didn't have a ground blind. I just had my crappy bow and some camouflage on. I was hiding behind a rock when the doe came down the hillside. I shot her at 30 yards. Not a great shot, I'll be honest. But it put her down within 100 yards. Later that day, I went with some friends, found her, and celebrated. My son was hanging from the baby carrier when we took the pictures. That year, I went on to kill four deer. It was incredible. To go from no deer to four deer, our freezer was filled. And I butchered it all myself. You know what I did? I read books. (laughs) And I made a lot of mistakes. My first deer took all day to butcher. I did it outside in the rain by myself. Kendra was inside to help once I brought the meat inside. It took forever. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And we did some things wrong, but we got better and better. And now every year since then, I've killed multiple deer. I've put deer in the freezer. When we have a special dinner at the house, you know what comes out. Venison. Venison is an incredible meat. And don't let anybody or any bad experience make you think otherwise. It's a tough meat to cook. It's not the same kind of meat as these corn-fed steers that we're used to throwing on the grill. You need to cook venison just right. And a lot of work has to go into preparation of venison so that it tastes good. But I promise you, I have family members who are anti-hunting who would swear that they never would eat venison. And I've tricked them. Don't tell them. I don't think they listen to this show. (laughs) They certainly don't listen to this episode. Venison can be amazing quality, delicious meat, and you can fill your freezer with it. And you can do it in your first year. You don't need to be like me and learn the hard way. I know this because I have a really good friend who I helped get into hunting who now outhunts me every year. Let me tell you about James. A couple years into my hunting 
life. We moved to a new town and I made friends with this guy, James. He's a landscaper. He's got a really good landscaping company and he's got access to a lot of really nice properties. We were chatting, he's a big fisherman, and we started talking about hunting and he said he'd like to try it. So I had him over, let him use my bow a little bit, got him into the idea. And that year, after spending a little time seeing how I did things, he had his first deer down. I was amazed to see the difference when you have somebody who knows even a fraction of what you're supposed to do just helping you out. This was no Jedi Master mentorship. (laughs) This was two friends just spending some time together, one of them having made all the mistakes, telling the other what not to do wrong. And sure enough, by the end of the year, he had one deer down. The following year, he had as many as me down, and now every year since then, he's out hunted me. Yeah, I'm a little jealous, but he always shares his excess bounty, so it works out for the best. Hunting is an amazing way to put quality meat on the table. Venison is an amazing meat. You can make deer burger. You can make sausage. You can cure it, thin slice it. You can butterfly it. You can cook it like steaks on the grill, saute it, stir fry it. The different cuts that you get off a deer can be used in all different kinds of meals. And if you prepare it the right way, the quality is amazing. And you could fool anybody. I promise you. You need to have venison in your freezer. If you eat meat, and I'm guessing if you've listened this far into the show, you probably do. You need venison. And it can be incredibly cost-effective if you do it the right way. If you don't make the same mistakes I made that first year. You can do this. You could hunt your own meat. And I know that because I do it. And remember, I didn't grow up doing this. I had no mentors. I had no one helping me. I just read, 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 made a bunch of mistakes, and then slowly started figuring things out. I'm still figuring things out, but at least now I'm years into the journey and I've made all the rookie mistakes I could possibly make. You could start this year. You could start tomorrow prepping. You could get the right equipment that you need. Learn to shoot. Practice. Practice. You could scout, prep a site, and be completely ready. This fall, you could put your first deer down. Or maybe you could put more deer down if you've already hunted and found it to be a real challenge and unsuccessful. This is a hobby that can pay for itself many times over. It's also a hobby where you can spend way too much money on things you don't need and wind up never making up the cost in what you spent. It's a hobby where you can spend lots and lots of time and have tag soup. So I don't want you guys to go through what I did my first year. I don't want you to buy garbage equipment. I don't want you to make the same beginner mistakes and miss out on chances where you could be bringing food, meat, home for your family. I want to help you. Now maybe you have someone you know who can mentor you, and if you do, that's awesome. But I didn't. And I still don't have a hunting mentor. 
The woods have taught me pretty much everything to this day that I needed to know. I learned the long and hard way. I don't want you guys to have to have that happen to you. So I'm really, really, really excited to announce what I'm about to announce. We have an awesome new program with Home Study. And this is the first you're going to hear about it. It's not ready today, uh, but you're going to want to get on the email list. We have a class coming. The class is going to help you kill a deer. If you want to feed your family venison, we are going to help you do it. And it's going to start really soon because now is the time when you want to start preparing. You want to be practicing. You want to be scouting. You want to be finding the locations that you're going to hunt in the fall. You want to be taking your hunter safety courses. There's so much to do and we have to start now so that you're ready and you're not like me, stuck in October, still waiting for a permission slip. So here's what you need to do. If you have decided that you're at that point in your life where you're ready to do this, you're ready to try hunting, you're ready to feed your family from the woods, go to thisishomestudy.com. Click on the show notes for this episode. You're going to see that at the homepage. If you just scroll down a little bit, you'll see this episode. Click on it. It'll bring you to that page. There's a special early warning list there. This class is going to be a series of webinars. It's going to be live, so you and a very small group of other people and me are going to have a webinar. It's going to be live. We're going to be there together talking. We're going to break down all the topics we need to break down. This course is going to help you learn everything you need to know to be a successful deer hunter. We're going to talk about equipment, what's worth spending money on, what isn't, what's a waste of your money. We're going to talk about how to use equipment the right way. We're going to talk about scouting, prepping, and practice. We're going to teach you how to set up tree stands, how to set up ground blinds, and even how to still hunt if you're afraid of heights and you don't want to sit on your butt all day. And then during the season, we're going to have more classes during the season talking about what you're seeing on the ground together. We're going to talk about where to shoot the animal, how to shoot it depending on the weapon you're using, how to select animals when they come in. We're going to talk about blood trailing, how to find that animal after you've made the shot, how to track those animals, and we have some expert advice on how you can find even the toughest of animals. We're going to help you with butchering. We have a video series where we're going to share with you exactly how to break down that animal, not just so that it's in your freezer but so that it's the best quality meat that you can have and share with your friends and family. There's a very special technique to butchering a deer. And if you do it wrong, your venison will taste like garbage. But if you do it the right way, it can taste amazing. And those video clips, you'll get to see all those and we'll explain the whole process. We'll tell you how to keep your meat so that it lasts. Any questions that you have, you're gonna be able to ask because it's a webinar. This isn't a pre-recorded course. This is a discussion with you and a group. So if you have a question, you can ask it and we'll talk about it. We'll explain. We'll answer every question that you have. This is going to be an incredible course and I can't wait to spend time with you, with you guys, the Homesteady listeners. For the longest time, this has been a podcast where I talk into a microphone. 
and I don't get to see you or hear your feedback. But with this course, you're going to get to be a part of it. You're going to be able to speak your mind, ask questions, and I really can't wait. It's going to be really fun. I want you to be a part of it. Now, this is not a class that's going to be a pre-recorded class, so it will not be available in the Pioneer Library. However, if you are a home study pioneer, you're going to get a discount. So if you'd like that discount, become a pioneer today so that you can get the discount when it goes live. That's a, that's a little thanks to our pioneers. Now this class, it is a live class. It's a webinar. You're going to be able to ask questions and it's going to be a very small group because we want to give everybody the attention that they need. So we're only going to allow a certain amount of people in. So get on the email list today. Go to thisishomesteady.com, click on this episode, click on join the early warning email list for our hunting course. Your name is going to go onto that list. When this class is ready to launch, we're going to send an email out to that list. You'll know. You'll be the first to know. And remember, this is limited entry. We're going to only allow so many people to take this course. We haven't picked a number yet because I haven't decided on uh, the amount of classes and the length of each class. So more news will be coming. But sign up today for this list. You'll be the first to know. There will be an early bird special, so there'll be a discount for signing up for the course the day that we launch the course. It's going to be a series of webinars in the evening, so after work you'll be able to come home and get ready, sign on, and the whole group is going to be able to interact with each other. We're going to be able to follow each other throughout this season and see how we do. This is going to be the season that you start hunting It's going to be the season that you're able to bring a deer home or maybe bring more deer home. There's going to be more information on this class soon, but sign up to the email list today if you are interested in putting venison, the most delicious, my favorite meat, on the table. Now, what can you do now to help you get ready for deer season coming? Even if you can't take this course, what can you start doing now? Today, today you need to get your weapon and start practicing. So if you're going to bow hunt, you need to get a bow. And if you already have one, you need to get it out and start practicing. You need to start scouting. So you need to, if you use game cameras, find some locations, prep those sites, and put up your cameras. Start monitoring where your deer herd goes. And start getting permission, if you don't already have it, to hunt properties. There's only a few months till the bow seasons begin to open, and you don't want to be panicking at the last minute in August or September trying to get all your ducks in a row rushing into the season. So start now. There'll be more episodes as we go throughout this season about hunting so that everyone can enjoy venison, which is delicious, organic, free-range, amazing meat that is out there in the wild enjoying a natural life, and there to harvest during the fall. You can be part of this harvest. So I want you to really think hard about this. Think about what it would be like to spend the morning sitting up in a tree as the sun rises, or if you're afraid of heights like I was, sitting down on the ground behind a large rock or in a ground blind. 
feeling the earth come alive around you, hearing the morning songs of the birds, that golden hour where the sun first comes over the horizon and casts its warm glow on everything. And imagine what it will be like when you hear those footsteps and you're ready. You're not sitting on your butt like I was. You have your bow or maybe your rifle at the ready and the animal gets closer and you take a deep breath and squeeze the trigger and you bring home your family an amazing beautiful animal full of the most healthy delicious meat you can have and throughout this winter you prepare meals for your family you have friends over And you get to talk about the story of all the work that you put in and all the effort. And about that morning when the deer came in and everything went right. And you, in the best way possible, took a nice calm shot. You harvested that animal. You butchered it yourself, taking it into your home, into your freezer. And now are enjoying it and sharing that with friends. It's an amazing experience. I love every year. It never gets old. And I want you to have that experience too. So go to thisishomesteady.com. On the homepage, scroll down to where you see this episode. Click on it. Join the email list for the early warning for this class. Because I want to help you guys have this experience, be successful, and feed your families the best meat that you can. So go ahead and get on that list so you know and so you can get that early bird special and become a pioneer because they will get the best discounts. Thanks so much for listening. I look forward to updating you guys throughout this hunting season. It starts in September, but I'm beginning my preparation now, and so should you. Until next time, remember, the road is rocky. Make home steady.